Callan KO brought to you by Anchor. We're going to be talking the Monday Night Football Steelers versus Bengals game and all of the action that went down in that game. But first, let's talk what happened Monday night with the NBA Association or the Association of the NB. However you would like to call it, let's just start Golden State Warriors at New Orleans Pelicans. Dubs got out slow. New Orleans got out hot. The Warriors were down 20 at halftime. They come out in the third quarter, go on a 15-0 run, and pretty much humbled the Pelicans for the rest of the game. My concern, though, is that the Warriors are starting to have this thing where they're showing a lack of composure. And it's not just Draymond Green. It's the Warriors as a team. Steph Curry's been kicked out of a game this season. Draymond Green did get a technical foul. And uh, KD got a tech in the first quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, KD and Boogie get into it, talking shit. And then they both get ejected in the fourth. So I wonder if this is going to come back and bite them in the ass later. Once they get into the playoffs, um, are they going? If if refs are going to get sick of listening to the Warriors complain throughout the season, so they get into the playoffs, they get into the finals, and they're still complaining about calls, whether they're right in the complaint or not, as far as if it's a missed call or not, perception will become reality, and they're going to be looked at as a team of whiners or um, loose cannons. And it's cool if you got Draymond like that because he's the heartbeat of the team. But you got KD talking shit to Boogie Cousins. And Boogie Cousins outweighs him by like twice his weight. You feel me? Um, Like KD looks like the skeleton of Boogie Cousins. But he talking shit to Boogie like he about that life. Um, Steph Curry throwing mouthpieces. Um, It's just a lot of lack of composure going on with the Warriors right now. But that's not even the most important part of the game. I mean, the Dubs come out and win. That's not even the most important part of the game. What happens in the fourth quarter with one minute left in the game, they just pretty much locked up the game. They know they're going to win. They come back from 20 points a half. They've got the lead. They're going to win the game. Steph Curry rolls his right ankle, leaves the game with a minute left. And the diagnosis came in, and he is going to be out for at least two weeks. Two weeks without Chef Curry in the lineup starting Wednesday. In his hometown of Charlotte against the Hornets. Of course it sucks. But I'd rather have it happen sooner in the season rather than later in the season. But it's the injury that Steph Curry's got that's the problem. He's always had frail ankles. That was his problem when he came into the league. And so anything that has to do with his ankles gets Warriors fans. um, gets, gets Gets a boxer briefs in a bunch. You feel me? That's not a good look, but it was a very feisty and exciting game last night in New Orleans. Dubs come out with a win. And while we're still talking about the Dubs, and I can talk about the Dubs all day, you know this. That's my squad, Dub Nation. What up? It's been an exciting road trip so far for the Dubs. Started in L.A. when they had an overtime game against the Lakers, which they won. Steph Curry was cold for the whole game, and he got hot. And then they were pretty much perfect against the Magic on Friday. They were pretty much perfect against the Heat on Sunday, except they had some more drama. Sean Livingston got ejected and suspended for his altercation with the referee, where they got all forehead to forehead, and the ref was like, Neil, you ain't about that life. Livingston like, boy, I'm about that life. You don't know me, referee. 
there was a, a there was a forehead to forehead uh, confrontation between Levinson and the ref, and the ref also got suspended. Good that the NBA is showing consistency and fairness amongst uh, laying down their 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 punishments. So that was Sunday, and then you get to Monday night. They have the comeback win against the Pelicans, twenty down at halftime. Uh, KD and Boogie get ejected. Draymond gets attacked in the first. The Warriors have had a an exciting twenty five games to this season so far, and all the teams in the league are looking for them. Like they're not going to have any days off. They know that this is the life of a championship team, so they got to live up to it. They got to get through the regular season, get through everybody trying to push their buttons and poke the bear, and make sure that they keep their eyes on the prize and do they damn thug fizzle, yeet, and get to the NBA Finals so we can get another title. And then in the Eastern Conference, their biggest competition, the team they faced the last three years in the NBA Finals, the Cleveland Cavaliers won 12 straight with an easy mop-up win at Chicago. Horace Grant and Scottie Pippen were there in Chicago watching uh, Cavs versus Bulls. They looked like they could have used Scottie Pippen. Horace was a little, you know, he a little big now. Um... But Scotty, they, they should have called Scotty off the bench like, like homie, come on, come on and help us. Uh, but they were there to watch the veteran Cavs put an old school fashion beat down on a young group of Chi-Town Bulls. Cavs, 12 straight, and they're rolling. That's what that's going to be the threat right there. Although, if they the odds just came out and it says that Boston... And Toronto have a better chance of getting the number one seed in the Eastern Conference than Cleveland. Those are the numbers that just came out today, Tuesday morning. Well, you know LeBron James don't give a damn about no seed. He's like, I'm King James. Y'all got to deal with me for a seven-game series, and that's going to be problems for anybody, which I tend to agree with. He is that real. All right, that's the NBA Monday recap. We'll be right back. It's Cal and KO on Anchor. But you know my what? check, my check, one, two, what is this? The Five Foot Assassin with the Roughneck Business. Shout out to Five Dog and Tribe Call Quest. Turn mine down a little bit. Yeah, we're good. I'm golden. This evening on the Cal and KO Show, volume goes up and down. <laughs> as, we attempt, <laughs> as we attempt to get our levels checked. Mic check, mic check, one, two, what is this? It's all good because, you know, the fine people over at Anchor, what they do is they compress the hell out of the file because they know we talk loud. They know we don't really have indoor voices when we record unless our kids are here. And right now the kids are not around. So we might be in a turn down for what type of mood? Loose. Until my kid comes down the hallway. Hey, man, there's nothing I can't stand worse than having a barbecue and somebody telling you that, oh, no, I'm going to cook this time. And then they cook, and then it's not what you want. It's not It's not the way you want it. I'm not saying I'm, I don't eat my own barbecue, but I eat top-notch barbecue. So if you're going to tell me that i got to step down from the, the, the mic and you're going to go out there and deliver 16 bars and it's trash, I'm not going to put you on play in my record, in my, in my, in my, in my car. It's not going to happen. And that's what happened this weekend. Ooh. All right. Shout out to Peyton Bradford. Love him to death. That's my was, dude. Thank you. Shots fired. Bang, bang. Man, I was, I was, I was wondering if you were going to put hey. somebody on blast. Well, first Peyton, off. Peyton first, fucking up the food. Man, he made that stuff so 
just plain Jane, regular, like he cooked it. Like he didn't he didn't barbecue it and and love it. He cooked it. He got it done. I love him, man. You know, it's much my guy, man. He wanted to cook, and I you know so I had to step down and cook. Because Claudine asked, you know, that I not always cook so that she could actually spend time with me at the barbecue rather than me being at the grill and she's inside with the baby, which is fine. You know, I mean, I, I, I give him props for stepping up and making it happen. But, I mean, you had a barbecue with, with Negroes, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you got to come with fire. I mean, you better pull that Lowry's out, that Wish to Sear, everything. I better not have to put A1 or extra barbecue sauce on my stuff. I agree with that. You got to have some type of concoction that is not just the standard recipe. Whether it's you add a barbecue, like barbecue sauce to some type of other sauce. You know what I mean? Everybody's got some type of secret little thing that they do when you are taking over the grill. I I normally don't do that. I I am a smart man when it comes to the, the cookout. I stay in my lane. It's not that I can't cook. It's just that I'm always around people that do it better. Whether I'm going to your house, I know that I can cook, but you do a better job. So I'm not going to be like, nah, there's no, uh, hold up, homie, I got this. Why don't you slide off to the side? Let, no, yeah. I don't do that. I, I appreciate that you're a better cook. My brother the wizard, better cook. Shit, my mom's a better cook. When it comes to, even when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to the grill, yeah. I stay in my lane. You know what I mean? I know what I make, and when I got a chance, I contribute. But you don't go to somebody else's house. Yeah. And then just kind of make food. No love to it. I mean, I, I, I have some. I got the uh, the St. Louis rub ribs from Costco's, but we all know that that's not enough seasoning for the the palate to you know be mouth watering. It's enough. Yeah. It'll get it done, but it's not what you want. And then you just can't cook the food and then put some barbecue sauce the last five minutes and then that be like your barbecue. That's it's pretty cookie cutter. I don't want to get into bashing my dude, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll pop to the guy, but... No, it's okay. You can do it. When it comes He's to me and barbecue, it is an art form that takes a couple days to prep it, and then you actually cook it, and then when you cook it, I can't just cook on gas. I got to be charcoal. I'm old school charcoal. It's got to be mesquite. I got to have that smoke flavor in there. It's got to be real. It's set up. You know what I mean? My, my charcoal bris- briquette's got to be a certain type. You know what I mean? I can't handle burnt singe food. It has a gas taste. Gas dries your meat out. makes it rubbery and tough. I never liked gas. It's charcoal. Charcoal gives it that good carbon coating on the food to lock in them flavors. And that smoke just locks the outside of it to keep all that juice inside. It makes it way different. You can't cook brisket over uh, uh, propane. It doesn't make any sense. Why even eat brisket? You just put a burger on the grill and eat that and call it a day. You know what I mean? Brisket, slow smoked brisket. You know what I'm saying? It's slow yeah. smoked brisket. It's not put it over some flame and then call it barbecue i know because i've seen it cooked not because i've actually made yeah. it myself but i I've, i get it <laughs> um, i come from the half cut so barrels like, with the grate on top of it and that's how you cook the stuff so you're there and we got some shit talking friends so what what else did, did anybody say anything yeah the said the chicken wasn't cooked the right way um i don't know if smalls complain about the food but uh, he never cooks anyway so his input as far as food would never come into play but Small showed up, man. Small's got engaged too, by the way. He just kind of threw that in there in the middle of a. Oh yeah, by the way, I got engaged. Shout out to Smalls and Ro. Congratulations <laughs> to y'all. Whatever, man. Congrats, yeah. Smalls. You can't just get engaged and not like, you know what I mean? Let your boys make fun of you or congratulate you. Either way. No, I I, I get him. I would do the same. Do what? I would I would hide it. Not hide it. Embarrassed. 
not hide it or be embarrassed. You got two you. kids with you, yeah. man. Wait, what's your best fucking man? You know what I mean? It's uh, seven years now. It's common yeah. law or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. Right? you already right? in there anyway. So yeah. if you got engaged, like, hey, man, guys, look, check this out. I got engaged. Good for you, man. Yeah. Took seven years to do about it. Time, good for you. Damn it. Yeah. That's about the most you get. But at the end of the day, it's all love. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not that I, I would keep it that specific thing the secret it's just you know i don't normally keep my business put my business in the street like that i don't make a big deal of my business like that not not because i don't want to share that with you guys so um so interesting topics cal and ko on anchor of course uh, this section brought to you by tie with bleach okay wait up so no let's get this out of the way first um, not the sponsors, the people that are paying the bills. No, 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 no. We'll skip to we'll get to them in a little bit. We got time. Shout out to everybody that gave us money. Yeah, <laughs> which is none of y'all. Yeah, yeah, right. We need money. We, we, the light bill, do self-made <laughs> over here. Self-made. Okay. Um. Hey, this section. So, this no. section of the show brought to you by the general, and I'm not talking about the insurance. I'm talking about the, I'm talking about the lady that just got off work right now and had to sit in about an hour of traffic to go about 15 miles. Yeah, right? Hey, thank you for picking her up. That yeah. was awesome. Oh, yeah. Family. We stick together. One team, one dream. Many hands make light work. Shout out to Bruce Lee. Hiya. <laughs> um, let's talk football real quick. Football. Um, not any of the scores or any of that stuff. Did you see what? Did you see the New England game and you saw uh, Gronk's hit? Gronk, yeah, man. Uh Imagine Peyton Manning just goes out there, throws the interception, uh, tackles the guy, but he grabs the face mask of the guy because he's mad that he threw an interception, so it takes his frustration on him, and then clicks him in the face as he gets up. Imagine a pillar of the community, a man of the league, uh, of, of the face of the league, doing something dirty like that. Imagine how many kids' hearts you would break, how many parents would be disgusted because their kids worship you, and you go out and do something like that. There's a lot of things that people can do and it can make you look bad, but you can come back from it. There's a lot of things you can do. Is like, damn, what you did right there—that's just, that's that's just you. That's not you being mad or angry. That that kind of attitude is in you, so that's you. Because you shouldn't be pushed outside of your character that much. And I think Gronkowski has been lifted up and praised, and he's a great guy, an awesome teammate, and hell of a player, and good person in the community, and da 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 da. And then you go and you do something like that to one of your fellow brothers in in arms. Somebody, he's on a different team, but that's still an NFL athlete who's in the same brotherhood and the, the fraternity that you are in, that has family has to look out for himself as well. You put your your emotions on, out there, and then you act that way. You're you're hurting somebody else's ability to take care of his own family. Imagine if you do that to that guy, you uh, crack a vertebrae in his neck, and then now he he never can play football again, all because you are mad and you did that to him. It's not that I'm gonna like single him out for only being the person that only does that, but. A lot of people in general are doing stuff that yeah. you, can, you can go smoke weed or you could uh, get a DUI. You're hurting yourself. But if you go out there and you do something on the field directly to another player, that's you taking their career into your hands and dictating whether or not they're going to be able to play anymore. I think that's the messed up part about it. I agree with that for sure. Um, what I took from it, and, and uh, you're not singling him out because the Monday night game, I don't know if you saw it, it was the yeah. Steelers and the Bengals, and they were just going ham on each other. Headshot, headshot, flags, the whole nine. Um, but Gronk, though, what sucked about his is that um, it's he got upset. He did it. It was a hell of a cheap shot because old boy's laying face down, and he hit him with it. 
He hit him with the elbow in the back of the head. Yeah. With it, with that that brace that he has on yeah, his that's arm. That's what I'm saying. So that shit is hella janky. But then what gets me, and this is where you show your character, is in the apology. And his apology was, yeah, it was just an act of frustration. But man, they weren't calling calls on me, and I was upset because they weren't giving me the calls. And I've been in the league for seven years, and I, 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 I. Oh, but you know, you know, but that's just not my character, and I, I yeah, that that just was a random incident, and it'll never happen again. But you know, me though, me though. So I look at the apology and go, you don't give two shits about what you did. You don't give two shits about it. So that's like, man. And because it's Gronkowski and the Patriots, they're not even going to hype it up bigger it's than what it is. It's a good track record. Everybody loves the guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, you even on the hot seat more when you're a great guy. Because you can't just go and all of a sudden have a mess up. Josh Gordon, he gets caught smoking weed again. Oh, whatever, nigga pothead. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gronkowski comes out and he, uh, he um, gets caught with uh, some type of illegal drug in the system. Oh, well, you know, he's just... Going through a lot of emotional issues and trouble, but uh, he'll rally back next year and he'll be back to the old Gronk that we know. Josh Gordon gets caught again with weed. Hey man, this nigga just he smokes good shit. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. You know how it is, man. He can't put it down. It's good stuff out there. He was in Denver this last year. You know what I'm saying? He went out there in the offseason. He had a good time. He can't kick it. Whatever. That's just Josh Gordon. Let's get back to the good stuff at hand. You know what I mean? It's like this how yeah. it just gets to a point where you just become calm nature. Oh, you know, Tony Romo got hurt yesterday. Yeah, whatever, man. Screw up, boy. But uh, check this he out. Ezekiel hurt. Elliott is about to get suspended for this, this, and this, whatever. You know what I mean? Like things that are uncommon, normally they're supposed to get more attention than they don't. I think Gronk's. Uh, Outlash like this is just getting treated like Josh Gordon smoking weed. Like it's oh yeah, whatever. You know. it should get more attention than it's getting right now. Yeah, you should be more yeah, condemnation from people in the league. Like, come on, man. Like if you're on his team, and I just said like like three more times, and I hate that. But um, <laughs> I hate that. But I'm just saying like totally. Again, I just did it again. You you can't you can't have somebody do something like that and not get some kind of negative press and pressure from people in there to give a better apology. Man, you got to hold the. The, the, the league standard up a little higher. They where, where is Commissioner Goodell at all this? You know what I mean? Well, I think they would have, except for the fact that what happened yesterday with the Monday Night Football game gave them a chance to focus on that game and make it about that game. Gronks is now a side dish, and uh, Sh- well, Shazir got hurt, and it wasn't because of a dirty play. That was just, um, wow. you know, <laughs> yeah, you Wrong. know what I mean? That's just, yeah. The line of duty type of hit, and he's still in the hospital. Hopefully, he gets better. But then, um, the wide, the, the rookie wide receiver on the Steelers laid out uh, Burfick, and uh, Antonio Burfick. Brown thought it was karma just because Burfick laid him out the same way. Burfick headshots though, all headshots. So um, that's a division game, division rival too. That's division game, why. division rival. I hear that. Where do you draw the line from? It staying within the code of not hurting these guys, or if it gets personal, which in some of these cases it gets personal. That the game last night clearly some of those were, those were personal hits. Yeah, you know the the rookie that hit perfect, he's a rookie, so he doesn't um, he ain't got no personal beef with him like that. Yeah. But Antonio Brown does. So when Schuster's sitting there apologizing for the hit, you hear Antonio Brown in the background going. It's called karma, people. It's called karma. Like, yeah. So where do they draw the line from? 
I don't want to hurt this guy. But then they go out there and then they got per- they got personal beef with some guys and then they they overstep the the, the road, the rule, the code. Yeah, um road. <laughs> I would say uh me and Antoine Bethea, uh when he was on the Colts and I was on the Chargers, we had a, a long-standing beef. We were always trash talking at each other's throats. I got a picture uh, that I sent to him that he put up for uh, Throwback Thursday of me and uh, the Chargers and him and uh, the, the Colts jersey. And we're right in each other's face just yelling like, just like a, a beautiful picture of that. And it shows the aggression that's there, like the, the rivalries there, the aggressions there. At the end of the game, slapping fives, good game, man. You, I'm tired of you, man, going against you. Like just all props, all love. And then when we end up on the same team with the Niners, we're sitting there uh, drinking, uh, drinking a beer, just talking about the old days, how we were young and just crazy and at each other's throats. But it was always respect. It was always that level of, I'm not going to do something to, to purposely uh, maim you, but I'm going to my, my, put my damnedest on you and, and try to you know, show you that you know, I'm, I ain't no punk. That's the thing that people are starting to lose is that they're becoming so much of a personality and you know, so much of a, I'm a business and I got to rep my brand of who I am as a person. Well, I can't break character and be humble. What a dude said, sit down, be humble. Hold up, hold up. Sit down, be humble. That's People ain't got that right no more. There. People ain't got it no more. At the end, you know, everybody wants some respect on their name, though. That's Donald want, Trump, too. too much That's Donald Trump, name. too. Be a big, you be a bigger president right now. This is the best time to do it. You will be a, a, a damn good president if you would just sit down and be humble and leave North Korea alone. Tell North Korea, look, check this out. We ain't going to deal with y'all no more. We over it. If you want to keep your aggression going, we're standing down because we don't need to prove anything. We're going to stand down. You Go ahead, do you. But if you keep threatening people in the region that are our, our allies, we're going to have to step back up and handle it. But we're not going to talk. We're just going to handle it. So that's how you do an ultimatum. And that would be the perfect thing for him to say, you know what, I'm going to humble myself. Hey, I apologize if I offended you in any way. We're going to stand down. We're good. That's not ever going to happen, but I'm saying that's how you would expect people to do it in all phases of life. And it rarely happens this day and age. Yeah, No, I agree with you. And I'm going... And I, we're going to cut that one right there because that was good. We can talk politics a little bit later. I ain't uh, talking no politics, man. Let's talk some real stuff. Okay, but I want to cut that right now. Cal and gotta, K- yeah. yeah. Cal and KO. We out. Go. Cal and KO on Anchor all day, every day. Talking about that stuff you want to hear while we got your ear. Cal and KO. Check, check. Are you going to work? Are you going to work? Are you going to work for me? Are you going to work? Is it mine or is it yours? I think it it's mine. Around? I think it was the shirt. That shirt, when I took it off, it was all, it just <laughs> static all over. Oh, it. you had second your shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I static uh, on the shirt. So you didn't ground yourself by adjusting. So, <laughs> see, see the, the ripple, the butterfly effect? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's not step on a butterfly here, right? You know, I, you know, I should go adjust right now. All lives get my, matter. Get, get myself, get my mind right. Spark an interest. All minds matter. Elevate it. This is Callan K.O. And today, we're not beating around the bush. We want answers, and we demand justice. Justice for the American people. I want my chicken fried. I don't want it baked. What is this baked chicken thing going on here? What's wrong I am not a chicken? vegan. I am not a vegan. If I'm going to go in and eat some meat, I want it fried. <laughs> I actually like baked chicken. I'm not mad at fried chicken, but I like, I like baked chicken too, dude. Damn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You probably eat Brussels sprouts too. Oh heck no. I do not eat Brussels sprouts. Oh, if you're gonna be healthy, go all in. Kyle oh. KO, we're going all in. No, no, it, I mean I can eat some broccoli. No Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts, see? Brussels sprouts. 
Yes, no. Michigan handle Brussels sprouts. I, I General love, I love no, Brussels sprouts. No. I love them fried in bacon grease. Yes, anything in bacon grease is amazing. Those allowed. Uh, it's all right. Affirmed, yes, but yeah, bacon grease is good. Everything. Bacon grease is good in your hair too. For split ends, ladies. Got split ends. No bacon grease. Get it right out. All right. So I was watching this commercial. We got to. We've got people here, so we're gonna watch our subjects for right now. And um, oh yes, get down to the uh, G-rated. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Once dinner is completed, uh, we'll get to that top. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because that's uh huh. Um. So I've been watching a lot of TV shows and movies on their trailers, and they say they're inspired by true events, and I feel like they're using that term. Way too loosely They are taking Because now I don't Back in the day they would have to say that Like if they did the movie about Selena And it was about 99.9% accurate They had to say that as a disclaimer In case they got one or two things wrong Yeah Now I feel like they're taking I don't know what they're doing Because some of these things That are inspired by true events I don't see where the What's the, really what's the credibility of that Like what's the realness of that true event That happened Let's really break down that statement In a quick Duh moment Um How do I how do I put this so that Everybody will not miss this so they don't get offended You are 100% correct In the loosely used phrase Inspired by true events I don't know anything In life that I do from the second now to five minutes from now that's not inspired by true events. <laughs> it's like saying inspired by somebody who's living or this was written by somebody who was living currently. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. uh, okay, duh. It's inspired by true events. Even Star Wars was inspired by true events. This man lived a life that caused his mind to be shaped a certain way to become creative to create these characters. It's inspired by true events. Right. But back back when they first started saying that stuff, it was because it was it that was a roundabout way of saying it's a biography. Autobiography. So, but now it's like the full statement used to be this is a true story inspired by real life events. Yeah. That's what it was. So the fiction can still be inspired by true events and be fiction. But just I was inspired by uh, Sandy Hook. So I wrote a story about uh, yo, this school being shot up. You know what I mean? It was inspired by a real event, but now it's just a totally different school with different names and different scenarios. Different scenarios, and the outcome is different from what really happened in real life. The real life event could be the dream. Yeah. I had a dream about a unicorn, yeah. and I'm gonna make a movie about a unicorn and say it was inspired by a real life event. That real life event being the dream I had about a unicorn. Hey, Stanley hitting 56 something. home runs <laughs> for the San Francisco Giants. What? Are you serious? Yeah. That's, that's not close to it's being. Just, it's just legal jargon they use to cover their own asses. That's oh, it. we take a break because that's Medicine Remix calling. Oh, yeah. Yo, Medicine Remix, what is the business? Hello? Yo, yo. Um, you, caught, you interrupted us in the middle of a break, so it's we are awesome. looking forward to this phone call, Medicine Remix. What is going on? Chilling, chilling. What, what break? What, walk me through this. What, what break? We were just talking about the the. Oh, Calvin can explain it. All right. I was talking about the fact 
that when I'm watching these movie trailers or TV show trailers, you see yeah. them say that it's, it's inspired by true events. And I feel like they're using that term a little bit too loosely. Like, back in the day, it used to be, that was their roundabout way of saying it was a biography, an autobiography. That was their way of covering their ass, like, if they got a couple things wrong in the story. Now, these things that are inspired by true events just seem like the true event was a dream they had. Uh, I think that's what we're talking about right now. Gotcha. It's funny that you say that because there's a built-in assumption. I think you're you're smarter than the average bear in the sense that when something was um, like a memoir, right? Yep. I, I assumed because it's from the horse's mouth that that shit is true. Right, like that. It's a it's a memoir. I later found out. Remember after that that guy was on Oprah, and he told like uh, like shattered to a thousand pieces or whatever the book was that he wrote. Yeah. Um, and it turned out to be a bunch a lot of bullshit in it. Yep, I do. Um, and he she like invited him back on the show and then called him out and basically said you lied to everybody, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was and, great. And, Oprah got gangster. Yeah, she did. But you know what he said on that show, and I'll never forget it. He said. You know, everybody knows that when you write an autobiography, that you take creative liberties. And I, that was, I remember very distinctly hearing that and being like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, the, you know, the, I thought the point was, was that you're the guy who it happened to, so it, it's the way you remember it. But no, I guess in the publishing world, it had been a thing where, yeah, you spice it up to make it more interesting. Yeah, you have to get that kind of uh, curb appeal in order to... You don't. You don't. A good story, you don't. I think we think that. I think as human beings, we feel that. Because, Kasim, I know you do this, and I know I do it. You don't take credit for a lot of things. You say, like, you, you, you read somewhere, or you know somebody who... Like, when you do something good, a lot of times you bail because you don't want that, like... You know, it's like you don't want people to think, you know, or you're doing it for notoriety, or you're not yeah. comfortable, whatever the case is, but... You, You've deflected a lot of good shit that you do, and I think you do that not from a place of malice, but just from a like, hey, let the good deed stand on its own. Let the good deed be the good deed. Don't you know worry about who did it or what their motives were. Just let it be the good deed. You know, I'll do. I'll say a lot of things, or I'll say like, oh, I read somewhere once, and I'll say something, and people will be like, oh, that's a great quote, or that's a great idea. I know it's my idea, but I'm not comfortable <laughs> taking not, the credit. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I don't know if that's the, 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 the old Catholicism in my blood or or the old, you know, imperialist beating us down thing or whatever the case is. I'm not comfortable a lot of times with my own good ideas. This is something that I've yeah. tried to change later in life and try to like, you know, just take credit for shit that you're good at. But I, I think that most stories are good without the, 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 what we think needs to be like Hollywooded up or whatever. I think that the, the, the belief is that it has to be spiced up. There has to be, but that's what you gotta you, you gotta imagine story, right? you gotta imagine the person that doesn't have that excitement in their life at all ever. But you have a good story, and adding that to the story just includes more people into the discussion that otherwise are looking yeah, for some. They're just yeah. looking for entertainment. They don't care if it's true or not. They just want entertainment. So even though you're telling a good story that's true, the entertainment aspect draws more of the crowd into it. It's like, wow, I never would have otherwise read this book. But I heard that right. it was really exciting, so I'm going to read it. And that fodder is just for those people that are, you know, you don't really care whether or not their opinion matters. Sure. But there's those people that actually do love it, the story. They get the, the gist of the realness. 
know. Yeah. I don't. Okay. But if I, let's say I was to go watch Triple X. Yeah. Right. True story. <laughs> That's me. That's me. I know a guy. You know. Okay. I'm not saying I'm Batman, but you never seen me and Batman in the same room. If you go into Triple X and you watch that movie for what it's worth, but then they tell you it's inspired by true events, I'm upset if they tell me it's inspired by true events, and then I go in there and I see that horse shit. Like, just, no, don't tell me that. Like, Fast and Furious is not, like, just let it be entertainment or let it be real. I, I would, I would, I would venture yeah. to say, I would venture to say that Fast and Furious is inspired by true events, <laughs> because you can go on YouTube right now and you can see some of these people, or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, it's definitely the other way around. Real life is inspired by this movie. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, you're probably right. That real life is starting to to be like a movie. But here's where I think, and I'm interested in your guys' take. I think this is where there's a real paradigm shift. Where, you know, before you had to say you got together and you wrote a, a sitcom if that would have been done 20 years ago here's the crazy part you had three major networks to get it out to if they didn't bite you're fucked that was it there was no internet there was no uh, uh netflix there was no hulu right that was it those were the networks and they pass on it they pass on it. you're screwed and, and there goes a good idea i think then you used to have to cater you had to like Give the people what they what what they're used to. It had to be it fit this little mold. Give the people the hot, the hot wife and the, and the overweight guy, right? Who always wants a boner, but she's never down, right? Like like the same the same fucking stereotypical, you know, like and, and the daughter who's a whore and the son who always beats off, right? Like it's all like it, 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 it's the same cliche it's stuff. Same. Yeah, yep. the same. And and Married with children got the laugh track, and that was it. But now with like Netflix, dude, you. You can find literally like the 10 people who will love your show. You can find them nowadays. And it's not just 10 people, right? It's a thousand, it's 2,000, it's 10,000, whatever the case is. But you literally can make art now for the sake of art. Like there's a lot of weird ass shows on Netflix. Like, um, um, what is that? Like haters, something haters. Yeah, the haters go, hey. Man, you could go on Viceland yeah. to see the weird shows. So seriously, like, my daughter used to watch that girl on YouTube, and I was like, what is this? And she's like, it's bizarre. It's bizarre, and now she's got a full-on sitcom on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and I watch it because it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so not It's like when you smell something bad and you keep smelling it. Ugh, yeah, it stinks. Ugh, why does it stink? That somebody tasted like, oh, this tastes like shit. Taste it. No, yeah. no, no, you why, why would I do that, right? <laughs> no, you got to taste it. <laughs> yeah, you have to experience the shittiness of this meal, right? It's the same thing with that show. Like, if you would have told me, oh, you got to watch it. It's so horrible. I would have never watched it. But I discovered the horribleness on my own. And I was like, <laughs> I got to keep watching this. That, that's, I, that's like the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia when you told me to yeah, watch it. Oh, it really is. It's so bizarre that you just get sucked into it. And that's crazy because it's sort of like a, I don't know, it's, it's, not, it's not a cult following anymore, you know, it's not the days before where we got a UFC tape or a pride tape from Japan, that, <laughs> that, that shit was like having like a, like a beheading video. Faces of death. Oh, yeah. what? You know, that shit was like crazy, if you had that, you were some kind of animal. You want to watch Bob Sack fight? Like, what are you, some kind of savage? Right? Yeah. And then... It became like this cult thing, and now fucking UFC's on TV. So I, I, I think it's really like a it's a weird point now where I think you don't need to cater anymore, unless you're you know part of the dying big three, right? Like 
but but there's no shortage of it. There's no shortage of Big Bang theories. What's the show with the two girls, two broke girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, have you ever? There's a clip on on YouTube where it, it shows the show with no laugh track. Oh my god, it's fucking horrendous. It, oh, it, it is the horrendous. worst one-liner show I've ever seen in my yes. life. Yeah, yes, that's, you're right. That show is terrible. That just made me think about how DJs use the air horn to oh, cover up their shitty yeah. transitions. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> to win the crowd. To, to win, win the crowd. crowd. You use the same cliche lines to win the crowd. explosion. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nigga, what's up? Are y'all ready? Are you ready? You, nigga, you I paid money to get in here. Hey, I paid money to get in here. Of course I'm ready. You think they know that? You think they know that that's why they're doing it? Absolutely. Or they're just part of the machine? They're just part of the machine. I think it's part of the machine. Most most people are part of the machine. They're not smart enough to be self-conscious to know that I suck and then I need to put this in here to fill. Because right, if you're good, if you're good, you're self-conscious. You don't need it. So if you're sucking, you're putting it in there. You're probably not aware that you suck. So you're just doing it because you think that it's cool and you're gonna be like everybody else. That's what everybody else is doing. Yeah, that's true, right? Because that becomes kind of like that's the mainstream thing to do, right? Yeah, David. That's what I was telling you the other day about the commercial thing, where I want to film my own commercials, even if they're yeah. shitty quality. Just filming something different. Something will get picked up and go viral because it's just different from mainstream. Instead of doing all the same cookie cutter, boring, cheesy commercials where we would fast forward if we recorded the show, every time you TiVo, it's so you don't have to watch terrible commercials. Somebody invented TiVo because they hated commercials. So I want to bring commercials back to where they used to be. When Super Bowl, you watch commercials because there's so much effort put into it. They're so different and it's so new and edgy. We can get edgy with stuff on a daily basis. You get more advertising dollars put into the advertising community because people actually watch it. Yeah, that's that's true. I, I know a guy who did a, a Super Bowl commercial like ten years ago, and he was telling me how much money they got from residuals for that commercial. And he was like, "Yo, you could make half a million dollars for that thing running during the Super Bowl." And he goes, "Now you don't get hit. You don't get paid anything. Like now, yeah. the, you know, they're still they still make a big deal because advertisers love it if you kind of pump up the product. But in terms of like how many eyeballs are actually watching, he's like, it's nothing like it used to be, which is." crazy because you're right that was an event that was like the super bowl within the super bowl that yeah. was like the you know remember remember uh bud bowl oh yeah the, yep. like that shit was like the clydesdales oh right. yeah you, you couldn't even wait for the goddamn bottles to start playing each other like it was how stupid <laughs> like, it's so dumb so dumb but now like i buy a show that's on tv i can tivo it but i don't because i'm just lazy but i'll buy it on uh, Amazon Prime for two dollars just to avoid the commercials. Yeah, it's true. Because really, what they're doing now is right. You're paying no matter what. You're paying with your time if you watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like that's really the show is not about anything other than keeping you in front of the TV to try to sell you a fucking tundra, right? Like that's the point. That's <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> First? Yeah, go ahead. Go first. Okay, so, do you like the Chargers? Wait, you gotta say the name of the show. What's the show? What show are we on? Okay, so it's gonna be... Stay on um, the mic. Um... The Calvin... The Calvin... maybe gonna be... Um... What should it be? The Dad and Jet Show Anchor. The Dad and Jet Show on Anchor. Yeah. You know, Calvin K.O. Show Anchor. Yeah, That's the, what you said. Say that again. Calvin K.O. Show Anchor. That's right. That's La- cool. Last you, time me and Boogie were recording, right? That's right. You and Boogie did record. That's Do you like recording? That's my first recording? time recording. Huh? 
Do you like recording? Yep. What do you like about it? Talking about football. Okay, let's get right to it. Let's talk about football. Okay, so do you like the Chargers? Yes, I like the Chargers. Do you like the Steelers? I I like the Steelers. Mom likes them more than I do. I love the 49ers and the Chargers and the Steelers. Those are my teams too. I like those three teams as well. They're very good. What do you like about them? Um, because they're the best team. Good. What teams don't you like? The teams that I don't like this stuff is um, the Packers and the Dodgers and the Cowboys. That's right. Both the teams that they suck. Yeah, it's not really a good word for you to use, but since you heard it in the Batman Lego movie and he was talking about Iron Man... And then I guess I did teach you to say it about the Cowboys and the Dodgers and the Packers, didn't I? Yeah. I guess I have to let that go. Good. Okay, so... I really was... I saw those presents with the paper wrapping was Christmas presents. But the last time I saw them, it, it looks like they were it was Christmas stuff. I am... Um, those presents are Christmas presents, but they're not Christmas presents for you or for Aiden. They're yeah. Christmas presents for your cousins. Santa brings you your presents. And Aiden's. And Aiden. I already told Santa that I wanted. Oh, you did? What did What did he What did you tell Santa that you wanted? I wanted um, a Washington Wizards shirt shirt and a Lakers shirt and a Washington Wizards shirt and a Warriors shirt and a, and I mean a Warriors hat and Washington and a Lakers hat. How old are you? Four. Cool. And what's your name? Jet. Yeah. And I think I'm three. And I think you're three. Yeah, because I'm Aiden's thing, I'm free. Oh. So that's why. Okay. Do you like having them think you're three? No. You want them to think you're four because you're big boy, huh? Yeah, because I always think I'm four, but then I think I'm three. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, You want to tell everybody goodbye and that we'll talk to them tomorrow? How about we just talk to them? Can you play Legos when we come back? Yeah, we can play Legos when we come back. The Lego... The, the Lego game. The Lego game on the PlayStation 4? Yeah. Okay, we can do that. I'm cool with it. So you want to tell everybody bye? How do you close out the show? You have to close out the show like, See you later. Thanks for listening. Peace out. Yeah, what are you going to say? You got it, kid. Tell them the name of the show again. Go for it. This is the end of the show of the Dad and Jet Anchor. Peace. Deuces. See you all tomorrow. Good job, kid. Bye.